The Drew Marshall Show, Canada's most listened to spiritual talk back program. Blind Boys of Alabama will be here, Massey Hall, Friday, March 3rd. Coming up next, Ricky McKinney from the Blind Boys. sweeter version of the 23rd Psalm. Man. Good stuff. Blind Boys of Alabama, they were here in the uh, Toronto Downtown Jazz Festival a couple years back, and I had the privilege and honor of interviewing Mr. Clarence Fountain on our show during that time period, but also hooked up with uh, Ricky McKinney, and uh, this guy's got a heart, man, and a story, and we're going to find out a little bit more about this man's life right now on the Drew Marshall Show. Ricky, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Drew. How about you? Very, very well. Very well. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Where are you at? Where are you, where are you living? I'm living in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, sounds like a good place to live. You got some decent weather down there, or are you freezing your tail off? Well, the weather's pretty nice. It's just raining a little bit out there today, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, last time I saw you guys, you were on uh, television at the Grammys. Yeah, that was uh, last year, and uh, a lot of things have happened since then, but we were just thankful to the Lord to give us that opportunity to let people know that gospel music still is alive and well. It, it is uh, an amazing tribute. You guys are just a pure tribute to uh, the history of gospel music. How long have you been with the group for now, Ricky? I've been with the Blind Boys for 17 years, but I've been knowing about Clarence all my life. I met him. He met me first when I was four years old. My mother was singing with another group out of Atlanta, Sarah McKinney. She used to be with... Um, the Marvin Anderson singers and Gene uh, Martin singers from Atlanta, and uh, that's how I met Clarence through then in the 1970s. I played with him a little bit during his solo career as well as the Blind Boys when I was traveling with a group out of Texas. But uh, 17 years ago, I joined the Blind Boys. 
They come to you. Did they hit on you and say, "Look, we want you with us"? Or, or I mean, well, how did that all come about? Yeah, they called me. They needed somebody to go to Australia. Uh, I was working with my own group, the Ricky McKinnon Singles out of Atlanta, and uh, they called me and they said, "We need somebody to come and go with us to Australia to play drums." And so I went out and helped them, and because I always wanted to go overseas, so I went to Australia with them to uh, to accompany them playing drums and singing some background. And from that point on, it looked like I've kept back and forth being with the Blind Boys, and they asked me about being a member of the Blind Boys, but my group is still singing, and so that's what I do between the two. Man, I don't know how you have time to, to think. I mean, you are you are one of the busiest guys in show business. I just saw James Brown a little while ago. We had him on the show uh, beginning of January. Right. And, uh, you know, he's the hardest working man in show business, but you got to be second. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Anytime that you try to do some good for somebody, anytime you're trying to let the little light shine, it always takes a whole lot to keep it going, so I'm just grateful and thankful for the opportunity. Ricky, you're going back to Australia pretty soon, aren't you? Right. We're on our way back to Australia in April, and we're going to have a good time. You need a uh, road manager? You need somebody just to carry your luggage? You know? Well, I'll tell you what. I am the road manager for the blind boys, <laughs> and I play drum scene background, and I do have, uh, well, they gave me opportunity. My brother, he's working with us now. His name is Chuck, and he, he's doing that job, but... Drew, you know, you can just come along just because you're you. Yeah, okay, man, that's good. <laughs> that's sweet. Well, of course, Rick, I, I lived in Australia for five years, so I'm I'm going to tell all my people down there to look you up and come on over. Where are you playing? Do you remember? Is it Sydney and maybe Melbourne or something like that? Or yeah, do... We're going to go to Byron Bay, and then we're going to Sydney as well as Melbourne. Oh, good. You're going to the Blues Festival then, I guess, in Byron Bay, right? That's right. Sweet. That's right. Sweet. I've got a good friend that will play that festival as well, so I'll hook you guys up and give them, give them your details. Sounds like a winner, man. All right, so listen, this Friday you're coming back to Toronto. I think the last time you were here was a couple of years ago, was it not? That's true, and we plan on coming back. We're going to have a good time, sing all those songs that people have been listening to on the Blind Boys, from songs from all our Grammy-winning records, as well as, you know, George Scott passed away on last year. It'll be a year on March the 16th of this year, but uh, we miss him, but we have another young man to come and be a part of the Blind Wars. He sang lead for the Blind Boys during uh, Clarence Absent when he was singing solo. He was the lead singer for the Blind Boys. His name is Billy Bowers. He's something to see. We call him Big Bill. He weighs about 250 pounds. <laughs> i tell you what, it's going to be something going on. Jimmy's there and Clarence and all the crew, so we'll be there in full. That's good. Now, uh, how are the health of the other two fellas? I mean, Clarence and Jimmy, they're the two, two of the older fellas in the group. They were founding members, are they not? Right. 1939, the Blind Boys were started at the Talladega Institute for the Blind by Clarence Fountain and, and George Scott and, and Johnny Fields and the guys and Jimmy Carter. He was there. He was young. His mom wouldn't let him leave school along with the boys in 1939 when they left school, but he's back with the Blind Boys. But Jimmy's doing fine, and, and Clarence is doing great. Both of them are going to be there. And and I'm going to be there, so and all the rest of the guys. So we're going to have a good time. It is. Uh, listen, I went to the show, as I said, Downtown Toronto Jazz Blues Festival, whatever the heck it's called, a couple of years back. And I was, you know, I I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. I mean, you you hear some good things, but until you get to the show, you don't know how much you're going to be blown away. You guys, you're tight. And I'm fairly, I've told our listeners this before, but uh, Ricky, I am I am fairly arrogant with my music selection, especially going to see something live. You can you can impress all the people in the world in the studio, but if you can't pull it off on stage, I think you just need to pack up and go home. Yeah, you know what, Drew? What's from the heart reaches the heart, and we sing directly from the heart. And if people enjoy having a good time, we we go down in the audience, we re- interact with the people, we sing songs that people can relate to, and they can sing along with us. And we don't mind you singing along with us. We don't mind you getting up and clapping and doing a little dance and having a good time because we're going to have a good time, too. And that's what it's all about. But the main thing is 
we uh, assemble of, that a disability doesn't have to be a handicap because the blind boys have taken a disability, which is blindness, and turned it into an ability. But the main thing that I want people to know is that I'm not blind, I just can't see. Big difference. Yeah, that's a difference because when, you know, when you're blind, Drew, you have no direction. Hmm. But I'm well-directed, I'm real-grounded, and I'm on my way. All right, let's talk about your, your blindness, uh, Ricky, or your, your vision impairment or whatever words you want to put on it. You, you weren't born with, the, with being uh, visually, what's the term, visually disabled? I mean, I don't want to be a, well, politi- a, a politically say, correct suck-up well, here. In, in our society today, a lot of people, when you go to uh, uh, school, they say you're going to the blind school, which is cool because you can't see. But uh, the whole thing, uh, people are visually impaired. That could be a lot of people are uh, called legally blind that do see. And, and have anything below uh, 20, 20, 20, 60, I think it is, is you are what they call legally blind. But uh, when it comes down to me, I, I guess I'm just Ricky McKinney. I don't know what to call me because I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I really do. <laughs> All right, so 75, 1975, take us back to that, that year, man, because that's when your world started changing. Right, 1975, I was traveling with a group out of Tower, Texas called the Blind called the uh, Gospel Keynotes of Tyler, Texas. We had just uh, received a gold album on a song that we did for the song of the year. It was called Jesus, You've Been Good to Me. And uh, I lost my sight in that year, and that's when things began to change. I stayed with them until 1978, and then I came home and started my own group. And uh, we had a song that was uh, nominated on the nomination list. We weren't in the top five, but we were on the list to be nominated for a Grammy in 1985. And uh, it's the Ricky McKinney singers, and they're still singing today. My mama, Sarah McKinney, she's the lead singer for the Ricky McKinney singers. And, and they can't sing. Drew, I'm going to sing you some music so you can hear them. <laughs> okay. I'm looking quite forward to that. Uh, the, the glaucoma, is that what took it? Glaucoma was the, was the reason that uh, I lost my sight in 1975. All right, and what per, what percentage? 100 percent, 80 percent, or how do you describe your your, your blindness right I now? I am totally blind. I I, I, um, I don't have any sight, but I got a lot of insight. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I've seen you play. And for, you know, it's, it's a different thing, man. I mean, Ricky, seriously, for, for Clarence to get up there and belt out his lungs, for Jimmy to, to walk around and, and scream his guts out and uh, make it all sweet and work so well, I mean, that's one thing. But you're the drummer, man. Well, they say a drummer is the heartbeat of the band. Uh, and, and you can either, it's just like a, a, a sound technician. You can either make it good or you can make it bad. It, it depends, and you have to keep it driving. But God has been good to me. He gave me an opportunity to be a part of the Blind Boys, and I thank him for that opportunity. And not only that, Drew, uh, I have a endorsement deal with Vic First Drumstick Company. It's a signature deal. They got sticks with my name on it, and I'll be having some of those at the show there. And as well as it's a company out of Vancouver that is called Tay Drums, and, and they allowed me to get an endorsement deal with Tay Drums, and I think Ray and all those people over there. Then Sabian Simmons stepped in, and they gave me an endorsement with them. So, you know, it's not about what you can't do. It's about what you can do. And what you can do is give God your heart and lift him up, and, and he'll do the rest for you. I told people this. This is what I always say, Drew. It's all right to dream, because I am a dreamer. But nothing comes to a dream, a dreamer but a dream. And it's faith without works is dead. So I say, if you dream a dream, keep the faith, and do the work, everything's going to be all right. 
Folks, we're on the phone with Ricky McKinney, and he is a member of the Grammy Award-winning soul gospel group, The Blind Boys of Alabama, who are becoming to Toronto Friday, March 3rd, 8 p.m. at the Massey Hall. Ricky, I, I want to talk to you about your spiritual life, man. Obviously, you grew up in the South. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the South, and, and you know, from being in the South, a lot of things have changed, uh, but uh, I didn't have to go through all that, you know, I, I was kind of... Well, well, I don't know what I was shepherds. I've just been paying attention to it. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't go through a whole lot. The blind boys as a whole, they were telling me about uh, times they had to go in different bathrooms. They, they couldn't eat in the same places, good hotels. But now we, uh Lord has allowed us to, to be able to go pretty much anywhere we want to go. But, you know, it's, it goes back to the Bible, Drew. Everything that happens goes back to the Bible. And what it says is if you be faithful of a few things, He'll make you master over even greater things. And it also says that if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And that's what's happening with the blind boy. We're lifting him up. We've been faithful of a few things. And God is pouring out the blessings. When I was speaking with James Brown a couple months ago, he was saying that, you know, it kind of feels to him like he's doing church, you know. And uh, remember he said to me, the evil may come into the room, but we, but we chase it out. You know, we chase it out. And I looked at the crowd when you guys were performing in Toronto, and everybody kind of comes in with that Canadian reserved mentality, you know. And by the end of the night, the smiles on people's faces is right across the board. So it looks to me like it's more than just performers doing something. It looks to me like God's doing something. Would you agree with that? I agree with that, Andrew. If you go to blindboys.com, go to blindboys.com and just read some of the things that people are saying about the music. See, it's all about the music. It's not about the guys. The guys are just instruments that are being used. But if you hear what people are saying about the music and the good things that are happening because of the music, that's what it's all about because uh, people need people and working together works. Man, you're, you're like a walking uh, bumper sticker, man. You've got so many good phrases. <laughs> well, do I tell you what? If they go to my website, Ricky McKinney, R-C-K-Y, McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-I-E, RickyMcKinney.com, uh, pretty soon, within the, next, within the next six to eight, maybe nine months, I hope to have a motivational book out that can help somebody. But they can go in and they can read more about what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do uh, on my own. All right, Ricky, when did you when did you start to own your own your own walk with Jesus. Like, it wasn't your mama's, it wasn't your growing up in your family, it wasn't just what you grew up with, but you just said, you know what, I want to own this myself. I, personally, Ricky McKinney, I want to surrender to Jesus. Well, dude, you know, when I was young, uh, I was singing in the choir, I taught Sunday school, I was brought up in the church. So, I've, I've always had faith. It, it, without faith, I couldn't have made it this, this far. My faith is what has carried me, knowing that God, it, there is a God, and knowing that no, nothing is too hard for God. Things get hard for man, but nothing is too hard for God. So I guess I learned at an early age that faith, you know, will will, will move mountains. And, 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 and through my being, losing my sight, uh, through everything that has happened to me throughout my career, uh, a lot of times, you know, when you're sightless, people underestimate you and your abilities to do what you can do. Uh uh, in the studio and on the stage, but God will always come in. He'll show you. you, you, you I mean, uh, he'll, he'll show you through example that that everything's going to be okay. So uh, I, 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 I've been believing too long to not believe now. Regardless of what happens to me in life, uh, I'm going to trust in the Lord. Yeah. Because when you put your trust in man, 
you're making a bad mistake. Well, how do you survive spiritually, man? You're on the road. You're involved in the in the business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the business is not necessarily kind to to live in a healthy spiritual lifestyle. No, it's not. But you know what? Every man got to pray for himself. And when you, and, and then you know people that you know believe in God. You, you, and you, you you tell people to pray for you. A lot of times, people I tell them, uh, don't forget to pray for the blind boys, or, uh, and because it, it and it takes all of us. It takes prayer. Because uh, life is not easy. Hmm. Life doesn't always seem to be fair. But one thing about the Lord, He has no respect to person. They they got people that are uh, are wealthy that are blind. They got people that are poor that are blind, and they got people that are middle in the middle range that are blind. So He has no respect to person. And then when you when you realize that, when you realize it's in your heart, no matter what your situation may be that God has no respect to person, then you can move on with your life. Folks, we are on the phone with Ricky McKinney, and he is a member of the Grammy Award-winning soul gospel group, The Blind Boys of Alabama. Ricky, you've you've had the honor of meeting some pretty big cats over the last number of years you've been with The Blind Boys. Donald Trump, I'm looking on your website here. You're standing beside Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, doing Regis, and uh, and, and my, my, my brother, he's not afraid to talk to anybody. He went in and told Donald, he said, he said, Donald, I would like to, uh, some of the blind boys want to take a picture with you. And uh, and then he came and got me and the guitar player, Joey, and, and the bass player, uh, Tracy. And we went in and we talked to him. He was telling us how he had been listening to the blind boys for years and years and and that he would be loved to take a picture with us. So I, I had an opportunity to take a picture with him because he believes in God, too. And that's how he got to the place he is because he had faith and he stepped out on that faith and, and, and it moved, you know, made situations where they are. Everybody don't do it the same way. Just because you have faith, that don't mean you're going to be rich. But you know what? It's better to be rich and and in heaven hmm. than to be rich down here on earth if you don't know what, if you don't believe. And Don Trump does believe, and uh, that's what he told me. And uh, and Clarence and all the guys, if it wasn't for Clarence Fountain and his insight, because see, a lot of people don't realize that Clarence Fountain is the backbone of the blind boys. And Jimmy Carter and all the rest of the guys—they—they—they—we're they, all important, but you got to have somebody in there that has some type of insight. And Clarence could see all these things happening years ago. He didn't know how, when, where, but he had insight. And he moved Blind Boys from one place to another, and then, I, and and uh, I picked up on a lot of his uh, ways and and as far as insight was, I've always been, you know, with my groups that have been moving from one point to another, and Lord, just send me to the blind board, and people like you, Drew, I appreciate you. Hey, man, I'm going to do whatever I can. I play your stuff regularly on the show. People calling me, people sending me emails saying, hey, who did that song, man? Who who was that? Who's behind that tune? So I'll do whatever I can for you up here in the Northland. Uh, do you ever get nervous, Ricky, doing, you know, like, do you remember a gig, or I don't know, maybe Jay Leno? Did you get nervous when you're on Jay Leno? No, you know, I... I... I haven't been nervous doing the show. The only time that I was really affected was when we won our first Grammy. I felt so good to see the Blind Boys win a Grammy. They, when they were singing Black uh, Gospel, they went through a lot. Uh, you know, it's a whole different circuit when you're singing uh, in, in just the church circuit. The church circuit somehow is, is harder than the mainstream. People, a lot of people don't believe that, but... It can be, and the blind boys went through a lot, but God has elevated them to a place that uh, people really can appreciate what they're doing. And as groups get older, you know, they they, uh, they say the young are strong, but the old know the way. And when you 
remember that. That, that makes it all that much better. Ricky, why is the church circuit tougher? Oh no, man. Uh, when, when I was when I was doing the church circuit, it's like uh, everybody. Well, I guess it got so many opinions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got so many opinions uh, about the same thing, and, and 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 then, but when it's all about one thing, so and and uh, but over here uh, in the mainstream, you can they they they're out to 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 really hear. You don't you don't have everybody saying the same thing. I guess when you got a whole lot of people saying the same thing, it's hard to hear. But over here, we we. Uh, we don't. We do a lot of blues shows. We do a lot of jazz shows. We do a lot of different kind of shows, and and and, and people are open to, to hear what we're talking about. You know, I can't remember what guest I had on that said they think everybody should wake up in the morning with the Blind Boys of Alabama. I'm trying to remember. It might have been Stephen Baldwin that said that, mm-hmm. or uh, or Aaron Neville. Well, you know, Aaron, we had an opportunity to work with him a couple of years ago during our Christmas tour, and I found him that that was a great opportunity too because. You know, when you see people on television, you hear them on the radio, and, and, and then you finally get an opportunity to meet them. And a man of his status, status he's down to earth, he's yeah. a believer, and he's just a good guy. He is, and he's a big son of a gun, too, man. I would, <laughs> that he is. Would that not is. want to mess with him at all, let me tell you. <laughs> that he is, that he is. Hey, I see a picture here of you and Winona Judd. Where did you meet her? Okay, we were um, in, 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 in New York City at the Apollo Theater during uh, Winter Marcellus. They had a, they were g- giving him an anniversary for being at the Lincoln Center. They were doing that for 25-year uh, anniversary, and we had an opportunity to be there, and she was uh, there, and I had an opportunity to meet her, and, and we were just talking about the blind boys and, and about, uh, you know, different people, Robert Randolph and different ones that were working on the record, and and, uh, she seems to be a, another woman of faith, you know. T- tough, yes. tough go, tough life, tough struggles, but a woman of faith. Yeah, she seems. When we when we talk, we we you know we were able to talk about you know uh, how good God has been to us, how thankful we were. Because let me tell you this, Drew. Being thankful is one thing, and being grateful is another. Hmm. Because when you're doing good, you're thankful. But when things start getting a little bit rough for you and, and, and things not as, as, as good as they were, that's when you find out how grateful you are. Well said. Well, yeah. man, you are a wise dude. You know, you sound like you're about 85 years old, all this wisdom coming out of you. Well, you know what? I've, I've, I've been through a lot. I, I've been I've been uh, with a lot of groups, and, and, and I've, I've, times have changed with me. I remember when I could see uh, it was one way, and then when I lost my sight, a lot of people... When I could see a lot of people, come on, get play with me. Come on, play on this session. Come on, do this, do that. And then when I lost my sight, a lot of people like backed up off me. They just dropped you. Yeah, they like backed up, and and and, and work was kind of slow. And and uh, but then this church here at home, Greater Mount Calvary, they stepped in. I was sitting at home one day, too, and 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 I had my group happening, but we weren't working that much. And I was talking to my brother. I said, I said, boy, I wish I had something to do. And the Lord heard my prayer. The next, uh, like Friday, maybe. This guy called me and said, man, I got this church. I want somebody to come play one Sunday out of the month. Can you come over? I said, yeah, I'll be over. I went over to the Greater Mount Calvary Baptist Church. Um, and the fun thing about the pastor at that church, Reverend B.J. Johnson, Jr., he is the, the nephew to Thomas A. Dorsey. His mother oh. was Thomas A. Dorsey's sister. Really? Yeah. So I started playing there 
and I went there for one Sunday, and they took me home for the, for every Sunday. And I was saying that when I went with the with the blind boys, and he told me that if you ever need, when you come home, if you need some place that you want to play, if time doesn't get to that point, you always got a place here. And, and you know, and that boosted my life up. And I, I've had some times with, even with the blind boys. You know, uh, people are just people. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. But uh, hey, uh, when, when, when every time when it seemed like that, that things are I'm not going. I don't sing lead for the blind boys, but I can sing lead when we go overseas. And anytime Clarence is not there, Jimmy gives me an opportunity to sing some lead with the blind boys. I had an opportunity to to do a record on My Lord What a Morning uh, CD. It's called uh, God Is the Answer, and that's me and Clarence singing. I wrote the song. Clarence, we did like a duet, and and you know God is always open the door. He he let me know that um, you know there's room. Yeah. I don't know how you drum and sing at the same time. I've never been able to figure that out at all. <laughs> well, I guess it's just like I guess it's just like anything else. Uh, it's just like eating, you know. After you do it so long, it comes natural. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Hey, uh, one of the one of the coolest cats that you you've been hanging out with again. I'm checking your website here, and it's rickymckinney.com. If you want to know the website, go to my website. I'll, I'm going to link to it, and you can you can figure it out real quick. It's R I C K Y. M C K I N N I E dot com. It's a picture of you and Quincy Jones hanging out. Oh yeah, we we were at the Grammys and uh, I had an opportunity to meet him and I was telling him how you know how I, I was really in, inspired by the way he played and everything and, and he was we were just talking about the blind boys and I, and I was letting him know that uh, I was how grateful I was that the Lord had allowed me to be a part of such an organization. And uh, and and that's why when I stepped in, it was just like this. Uh, as far as the blind boys are concerned, in 1997, then uh, manager of the blind boys passed away, and God knew that they were going to need somebody with, with management experience. So I managed the blind boys for three years, and then we had. Uh, I realized that uh, we needed somebody to do contracts and royalties, and that's when we hired Charles Beebe as our general manager. But uh, you know. It's just a blessing, man. It's just a blessing. Yeah. Well, folks, you got to get out to this gig. You really do. Blind Boys of Alabama, Massey Hall, next Friday, March 3rd, 8 p.m. I would imagine there's probably not too many tickets left, so you better get on this right away. You, could, of course, can go to Massey Hall's website or just give them a call. It's the easiest thing to do. Final thing I want to ask you. Final thing I want to ask you. Uh, Ricky, if you were to play with anybody, who's the dream person you want to play with? Somebody you want to just record something with? I don't have a, a dream person that I want to um, play with. I just want to be used. Uh, I just want to be used, man. And I want to let the people know that. Yeah, come on out to the show because uh, we're going to have a great time. The Blind Boys of Alabama are going to be there. Jimmy Carter, Clarence Fountain, Billy Biles, myself, Ricky McKinney, uh, all our musicians, we're going to be there. And if you want to come out and have a good time, if you, you might come in feeling sad, but you're going to go back feeling glad because we're going to, lift the roof on that building like we did before and i tell you what but i found out that if you don't come it just won't be a program so we're looking for everybody to come out because you're important and just like drew marshall he's important keep listening because this is the place you need to be ricky mckinney you are the man i appreciate it we'll see you friday buddy all right now we'll talk to you then take care mm-hmm. bye-bye ricky mckinney from the blind boys of alabama they've been on the tonight show with jay leno late night with david letterman the grammys Clarence Fountain was on our show a little while back, and Ricky McKinney today. 
you got to go to this concert, folks. Blind Boys of Alabama, Massey Hall, Friday, March 3rd, 8 p.m. We'll see you down there. We'll be right back with more on the Drew Marshall Show. Stay with us. Listen again online at drewmarshall.ca. Well, stop it, God, let me tell you the news. My head got wet in the midnight dew. I've been down on the bending knee, talking to the man from Galilee. Lord, he spoke, he spoke so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He placed one hand upon my head. Great God, I'm let me tell you what he said. Oh, tell me that. 